your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us now, we have a former federal prosecutor, Doug Burns, who's joining us here on the show on this big breaking news. Doug, your reaction? Well, having served in the Department of Justice for nine years, and my late father having served as Deputy Attorney General in the second Ronald Reagan term, I am flabbergasted. I cannot believe, just as a matter of legal X's and O's, that you would take a case, a white-collar case, non-violence, non-narcotics, non-organized crime, and re-indict an individual. Normally what happens is they would hold off on the case, they would see if justice is not vindicated in the first case, and then would discuss possibly bringing a second case. That's a standard fundamental Department of Justice policy and procedure. So, I mean, obviously you see it for what it is. They weren't happy, most likely, with the Florida venue. You heard all the talk about that. Um, so now they want to be in Washington, D.C. But always remember something. If somebody robs a bank and it's on the bank video, it doesn't matter whether you bring the case in Florida or Washington, guys. What does it say about the timing of this, Doug Burns? I mean, this comes after what has been a devastating uh, week or so uh, in the Biden investigation. You know, you had the Hunter Biden plea deal fall apart. Yeah, the ex-best friend uh, go to Congress yesterday. Uh, look at the timing of this. Well, it's crystal clear that, you know, the minute something develops on the reverse political side that could be negative, boom, they come out with this sledgehammer. I mean, we now have the former president of the United States, Donald John Trump. He's been indicted three times. The first case, as brilliantly, you know, gone over on your show, um, is just absolute, you know, garbage. So put that to the side, the Alvin Bragg thing. That'll never go anywhere, never be tried, et cetera. The second case is in Florida, um, and it's most likely a very uh, defensible case. And now you have this, you know, repeat double charge piling on. I'm looking on my TV screen. You look at these statutes. It tells an old warhorse veteran like me, you know, conspiracy to obstruct, attempt, conspiracy against rights. I mean, these are the sort of vaguest, most broad statutes, you know, involved. But again, hang a footnote. Let me look at the indictment, read it and study it. Then I can give you a better opinion. But this is really hard to believe in terms of just political piling on. I'm really shocked. I talked to a friend of mine, longtime federal prosecutor, and he's just disgusted and horrified and he can't believe it. Can I ask uh, one question? All all the lawyers in our country, where is the uh, rule of law? I mean, I mean, why isn't there more screaming out there? Again, John, it's such a good point, of course. I mean, man, how in the world can you have this type of thing going on here um, where you have such political partisanship? You know, I mean, essentially, as all the experts have said, you're talking about criminalizing differences of opinion and criminalizing politics. So the point is, if John Q. Public wants to say, Behavior was poor, maybe even unethical, ill-advised politically. That's on one side. The other side would be it's a full-on federal crime. So back to your question, John. Yeah, where is the accountability for the Department of Justice behavior here? It's insane, but the good news possibly is it may really blow up in their faces. I mean, yeah, it's hard to say. We were, yeah. They were going to make Garland a Supreme Court justice. I know. And, and Alan Dershowitz was on this show, and I remember him saying, oh, he would make a great Supreme Court justice. 
Yeah, well, and look what's happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but in all fairness, I mean, Merrick Garland, if he took an aptitude test, you know, professor or judge, not an executive in a million years ever. That's number one. Number two, these people go down there and they just get swept up in the politics. I mean, back to my dad, not to repeat it, but when he left DOJ, he became visibly angry with me a number of times. He said, you must depoliticize the Department of Justice. He was ripping mad. And the point is, he's rolling over in his grave because this is what he said times 100, John. Wow. It's a... Doug, it's Richard Weinberg. I had the pleasure of yeah. meeting your father, and he's oh, an, extra- he an extraordinary man. And you're right, thank he would that. be spinning in his grave. And I'm looking at the indictment right now. You turn it to page two. This is all boilerplate, generic nonsense. Yeah. There's no I'm there, there, because Demo- – and I'm the Democrat. Remember that. Yeah. Democrats yeah, for years yeah. are challenging – are challenging in the Congress – Electoral no, they, they just want to headlines. There's no there there, Doug. And Ed Cox, you have a real quick uh, comment, Ed Cox. Yeah, uh, Jack Smith here. His reputation. Uh, what do you think of that? I mean, how in the world can you respect a guy um, who is this nakedly, obviously? political and back to the judge's point yeah where is the there i mean it's just crazy town right now guys crazy town it sure is doug burns thank you for joining us former federal prosecutor on such a big news day we love you doug thank you doug